Welcome to Church Talk Podcast. In today's Church Talk, Pastor Preji converses with Pastor Cleophas on the significance and relevance of prophecy in the Church today. We believe this will bless you. Greetings in Jesus' name. Welcome to Church Talk Podcast. This morning, I am very excited to have a dear friend with me. My uh, dear friend, Pastor Cleo, is here with us on this conversation this morning. And we've had him on this podcast earlier. And we had done a detailed conversation on the topic of prayer and intercession. And we'll leave a link for you in the show notes so you can go back and listen to that if you haven't listened to it already. And uh, Pastor Cleo has been such a big blessing to the Ministry of Revive Nations, to our church personally, and to the city and the nation of India. And uh, we are so blessed to have him with us on this conversation. Uh, Pastor Cleo, would you just begin by saying a hello to our listeners and uh, sure. greet them and then we can take off from there. Sure. Uh, thank you, Pastor Paji, for having me on your podcast. It's always a joy and privilege uh, to come and share and uh, I've uh, shared previously as well on your podcast and it was a good experience. And uh, greetings to all your listeners and uh, those who are listening today. Uh, may the Lord bless you and uh, we pray and believe that the Lord will speak to you today uh, as we uh, discuss on a few things. Amen, amen. Pastor, we are so uh, amazed at what God is doing in this season. Yes. If we just uh, keep our eyes open at what God is speaking and doing in the church globally, yes. not just in the church in India, uh, while many may see this season as something that is uh, not really helpful or not really great, not, not so uh, much went according to as we had planned it, we can still see the hand of God at work and we can still see how much God is accelerating the church, increasing the church. Uh, so what is it that the Lord is speaking to you about what God is doing in the church globally in a season and a time like this? I believe the Lord is uh, really preparing the church for His great coming. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, Globally, if you see that there is a stirring that is happening in the mm. body of Christ. People are being stirred in their hearts to pursue God like never before. Mm. Uh, with everything happening on the outside, uh, we can't control you know, what is happening on the outside, but mm. we can uh, look at what is happening on the inside of us. Mm. Uh, as believers, we have the advantage because we have a relationship with the Lord. And uh, we can see what the world cannot see because the Spirit of God lives in us. Mm. And uh, because the Spirit of the Lord lives in us, we are able to uh, see beyond what the world can see. Yeah. And uh, I believe also the Lord is uh, bringing the church to a place of uh, unity mm. and strength mm. and uh, also humility, I believe. Uh, yeah. Because uh, a lot of them through the season uh, have seen some un expected things happen to their lives yeah and um, it has really molded them it has really shaped them mm. and uh, definitely you know we can say as jeremiah 18 says uh, the potter is you know uh, shaping us he's mm. at the wheel shaping us yeah and also reshaping some of our lives mm. so he can prepare us mm -hmm. and um, i believe uh, the book of ephesians chapter 5 talks about how only he can present us blameless right. before the father so mm. Uh, so it is a season to yield to the Holy Spirit. It is a season to uh, draw more closer to Him, mm. uh, remain in Him, abide in Him, uh, dwell upon His Word. Mm. Uh, if you are uh, a person who really pursues the presence of God, 
Mm. You like to sit in the presence of God and seek his face. I believe that this is one of the most best seasons ever. Amen. Uh you have that uh, window of opportunity to to right. seek the Lord. Mm. Um you see that the busyness of life outside has, you know, kind of <laughs> come down a little bit. Yeah. All the people are working from home and you know there's a lot of um work that is happening remotely. Mm. Um there is the great window of opportunity for us to seek the Lord. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Uh, so that's what I see the Lord doing uh in the church this season. Wow. You know, one of our greatest weapons that we have as, you know, children of God is of course the fact like you said that we have the spirit of God dwelling in us. And along with that, because the spirit of God is in us, we have access to his heart. We have access to his voice, we have access to his plans. Yeah. We get to hear and be ahead of the game. Yes. We we are not caught by surprise. And so often the church has misinterpreted and mm. not fully used the gift of the of prophecy and yep. the prophetic has been very misunderstood and looked down upon, you know. That's right. Uh so I want to understand from your perspective mm. how important is it for every church, every single church, uh mm. no matter what its calling is, what its understanding is to to move in the prophetic and mm-hmm. to activate the prophetic you know yeah. to uh to become intentional to mm-hmm. prophesy upon their city their nation and uh, and to redirect and you know to yeah. to shape the history with the way that they speak things that's right the the bible says in uh, first corinthians chapter 14 verse yeah. 4 there a person who speaks in tongues yeah he only strengthens himself That's right. But somebody who prophesies he yes. strengthens the whole church. It's That's not right. just his own uh, you know edification mm-hmm. but the entire church entire gets church. edified. Uh so how important is it for every church to intentionally mm-hmm. prophesy and declare and speak the word of God? Yes, uh, I think you quoted the right uh, chapter already uh, which I was about to quote. It's uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 14 verses 1. Mm. where apostle paul uh, says i'm reading from the king james version it says uh, follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts but rather that ye may prophesy yeah. so uh, we see apostle paul laying a strong emphasis on prophecy mm. and uh, recently in my church i uh, happened to do a two part teaching on um, studying the nature of prophecy mm. uh, with all the confusion going around you know about uh, some prophecies not being fulfilled mm. you know some prophecies uh, that were supposed to happen and 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 we can all relate to it even mm. personally um, mm. so uh, i believe it was very important for us as a church to study the nature of prophecies mm. and uh, so when we started to do that study uh, we understood that uh, god's desire for the church is to prophesy Mm. and that's what apostle paul is stating here in first corinthians 41 mm. that i desire that you have spiritual gifts mm. but above all that you may prophesy right and uh, i believe that prophecy is the voice of god mm. and uh, where prophecy is absent the voice of god is absent yeah and uh, prophecy uh, edifies uh, exhorts and comforts and strengthens us mm. and uh, we need the voice of the lord uh, mm. through the gift of prophecy right to edify the church mm. and uh, so sometimes what happens is we don't understand prophecy from uh, a perspective that god wants us to understand right we see in scripture that there were certain prophecies that were 
long term in nature mm. and there were some that were short term in nature mm. uh, for example when elisha prophesied in first kings chapter 7 Mm. uh he said that overnight the economy of israel is going to change right and uh, we saw that happen overnight mm-hmm. uh but whereas again we have seen uh, some prophecies that took over 400 years to be fulfilled mm. so uh, as believers i think it's very important for us to uh, kind of balance out uh the nature of uh, the prophetic word that is coming mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, every time a prophetic word is released i believe it is concerning the destiny of an individual mm. the destiny of a church or the destiny of a nation or its government mm. and and god uses the prophetic gifts mm. to kind of really direct the church into mm. its destiny mm. and if we start to understand uh, the prophetic from that perspective mm-hmm. i think we will stop worrying about you know the fulfillment of a certain prophecy right right uh, sometimes people do get confused with you know the word of knowledge and uh, you know a prophetic word mm-hmm. um, a word of knowledge can be for your current situation or your circumstance right, right. but more often than not a prophetic word is directed or released from the heart of god mm. uh, towards a certain individual concerning his destiny right or right the church or the right. nation so uh, when we started to study from that perspective our minds started to open up mm. and uh, we started to understand for the fact that uh, god's word never fails mm. and uh, his word always comes to pass mm. and uh, there is also a role that you know the church has to play uh sometimes in seeing certain prophetic words being fulfilled yeah. um, so we have to partner with the the word that comes and mm. there has to be a level of application from our side to to see that word come to pass sometimes mm. uh and more importantly i think faith is involved mm. right uh when you apply faith i believe uh, we see the acceleration of certain prophetic right. words right uh, i'm sure you have experienced that in your uh, ministry as well in terms of uh when there are certain prophetic words released uh, we don't just sit back and wait for them to happen right um but we do uh, apply a lot of faith to see uh, yeah. the prophetic word come to pass mm. so uh, understanding the nature of prophecy i think is very important mm. um sometimes people think that if they can get a prophecy uh then it eliminates all their struggles mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> i would say it's the other way around yeah yeah uh, sometimes prophecies intensify your struggles yeah true it intensifies the works of the enemy because the enemy knows that you are a threat now right and uh, so we have to be able to have the necessary you know tools and uh, we need to be in a place where we know that the weapons of our warfare are mm. not carnal but they are mighty through god yeah so so we have to use the weapon of prayer the weapon of worship mm. uh, intercession and these things to be able to really combat the works of the enemy right and work towards releasing uh the prophetic word you know coming to pass amen amen so so so, uh, so that study kind of really uh, opened up our minds mm. and uh, it also balanced out uh the views that each one had on you know certain aspects of prophecy mm. um so we see throughout scripture that uh every time god spoke concerning a nation or concerning the destiny of an individual those words always came to pass right there were not many words that didn't come to pass mm. i think every time god spoke 
the prophetic was always at work mm. and uh, people did uh, see the fulfillment of those words probably they didn't see it in their lifetime mm. but it didn't hap- it did happen after they you know died right uh, so the word was still you know uh, at yeah. work amen i like how you brought the distinction between prophecy mm-hmm. and word of knowledge yeah because sometimes we confuse the both of them and That's we right. think that because it didn't have specific details about what i'm going mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. and i didn't understand it in complete detail like when you get a word of knowledge mm-hmm. there's so much details in there yeah. that ministers to your current situation yeah. but but prophecy is more about changing the destiny of a person or a church or a city or a nation yeah. and uh, and so when we are prophesying sometimes you are Uh, prophesying not just by what you've heard but also by what you know is true according to God's word that's right sometimes uh, you know you do not have to wait for God to come and tell you that mm-hmm. i want to send a revival into your city you that's read right. the word and you know that if my people call by my name if they pray exactly. then i am going to heal their land so you can exactly get up and declare and release uh, mm-hmm. with by faith you can prophesy yes. into your city and your nation even if you do not have a particular word of knowledge mm. for that particular time uh, so what is your perspective on prophecy that is inspired by yes. declaration of yes. faith yes. now now ag- again i'm not saying that you just mm. randomly stand up and say whatever yeah. you want but yeah. if you know that you have a ordinance in god's word to believe and receive and mm. and declare something like this mm-hmm. then you have all the right to stand up and prophesy that so how do you see that uh, being activated and used yeah. in the church yeah uh, one of the ways that i think uh, the lord has shown me is uh, first of all i think it, it's to do with your assignment in the kingdom mm-hmm. um, what kind of an assignment uh, has the lord given you in a certain city mm-hmm. or a certain location Mm. and uh, so when you know your assignment um, then you begin to seek the lord yeah for uh, guidance for mm. you know uh, for his intervention in that assignment mm. and when you begin to pursue the lord then the lord begins to speak to you mm. uh, he can speak to you through a vision he can speak to you through a, a, a scripture in the bible and basically that becomes like the spoken word of god yeah uh so sometimes the mistake that we make is uh we can take certain situations in the bible mm. and then we can uh kind of you know make that uh, uh relevant to our situation mm-hmm. uh, we 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 can't do that sometimes we mm-hmm. have to pursue the lord and those words have to actually become you know like our a word yeah a spoken word mm. um so when that doesn't happen uh, mm-hmm. that's when you know we kind of get confused uh, because we see for example let's say in the book of acts we see such a great revival broke out in jerusalem mm-hmm. but the key is that the apostles they stayed and they prayed together and they were united together in prayer mm-hmm. now uh, if i want to really see that happen in my city mm-hmm. i think the most important thing that i need to do is to be in a place where we can gather as you know pastors or leaders and disciples and and stand together in prayer and and begin to believe what happened in the book of acts mm. even in our own city mm. but that word has to come to you from the spirit of god yeah um i i still remember when uh, i used to pray uh, for the city of bangalore 
a few years ago, uh, the Lord began to impress on my spirit mm. that this is a city of revival. Mm. And this is a city where uh, days are coming when churches will begin to explode in huge numbers. Wow. And, and we are going to see like uh, huge masses of people coming into churches. Mm. So, so the, the city of Bangalore uh, one day will be called a city of revival. Mm. And when God began to show me that, I began to declare that into the spirit. Mm. And I began to declare saying that, uh, Lord, let Bangalore become a city of churches. Mm -hmm. uh, as much as it is known for, you know, it's IT and you know, all the development, mm. let Bangalore be known as a city of churches, a city of revival. Mm. So as we kept declaring that, you know, mm. um, I believe that there was a manifestation of the same. And uh, we are yet to see the great explosion that mm. is about to come over the city. Mm. But I think we've already kind of started to, you know, touch witness the tip that. of it, you know, yeah. witness the tip of it. So, so the more we pursue together and the more we see what the Lord has in store for this church, mm. for this city, sorry, mm. uh, I believe that we can start declaring that. Another thing the Lord began to show me for the city of Bangalore is that Bangalore is going to be a very apostolic city mm. in the sense we're going to see the governance of God over the city. Mm. We're going to see the Holy Spirit govern over the church through the people of mm. God and, and bring about a wave of God's glory and power in such a way that we begin to see miracles and evangelism happening on streets and, you know, revival happening in small places and, uh, you know, uh, people walking on the streets and, uh, you know, performing miracle signs and wonders. Right. So, so that kind of a atmosphere is going to begin to grip the city of Bangalore. Amen. And that's the destiny of the city. Yeah. So as leaders, I believe it's important to see what is the future, mm. and what is, what is uh, there. So, so now uh, when God began to show me that, now I began to see that, uh, yes, so, so uh, God has a plan for this. Yeah. So we as a church must be able to partner with that future plan. Uh, sometimes the mistake we make is we can get stuck to what is already happening. Right. And we can get used to a certain move of God. Mm. And when that happens, then we are not able to see beyond what is right. there for the city. Right. God is always, uh, you know, on the move. God is always speaking. He's He's also moving with us. Mm. And, and He wants us to uh, also be relevant in terms mm. of how we reach out to the people. Mm. Right? So, so the word of God and the prophetic word becomes a very, uh, you know, like a rhema word to us. Right. So you know for sure what is the future of your church, what is right. the future of the church in the city. Mm. And we begin to declare accordingly. Mm -hmm. so, so I feel that is where uh, I think we need to uh, be able to... Uh, understand uh, the nature of prophecy concerning you know the destiny of a city or right. you know, a church uh, whereas when it comes to the word of knowledge mm. uh, as you already know you know uh, it's it's about really um, um, being in tune with the holy spirit yeah and uh, um, most often than not the holy spirit gives us words of knowledge for people's conditions and people's situations so then when we declare that people often don't understand that that's a word of knowledge yeah because they think that it's a prophecy prophecy yeah, yeah. so uh, recently uh, we had a zoom healing service and then um, there was this um, family who was on the phone call um, and apparently i didn't know they were on the phone call and i said there is a family or there is an individual on this phone call and you are COVID positive mm. and, um, and the Lord is healing you right now. Mm. So you need to receive that healing. So that 
lady received it by faith and then she went and the whole family was healed of covid wow uh, they went and checked and it was negative and then she wow. came back and testified mm. and when she testified she said that uh, she received a prophecy mm. so uh, because for them you know they don't understand the, the difference. difference between yeah. the word of knowledge or prophecy but i think that strong uh, foundation has to be laid uh, when we teach prophecy yeah uh, because often people can get confused between the word of knowledge and prophecy and the word of knowledge has to come to pass mm. uh, because it's yeah concerning their situation or circumstances right. so, so it's yeah so i hope i've yeah absolutely absolutely i understand what you mm. meant when you said that mm. one it's connected to your assignment yes uh, when you are prophesying it has mm. to be in connection with your assignment mm. for that particular city church ministry a uh, second that god's word when you declare it it has to become a rema word for your situation you, if it is not then it may not be applicable to go ahead and declare something like that and that's very profound it's very necessary that we wait mm-hmm. and we wait till that word come to you and it become real personal and intimate uh, in your personal intimate walk with god it becomes mm-hmm. to uh, it begins to flourish even in your spirit before yes. yep. you release it out and and uh, now coming to um, the the aspect of prophecy in general now there are a lot of people who say that there was a word released for example you know we've had in this season with the presidential elections in the us mm-hmm. and yes and uh, so many prophets declaring a particular thing mm-hmm. um, and then it not coming to pass and then the church and a lot of media and a lot of people trying to say that everybody that mm-hmm. prophesied so and so and it did not come to pass is a false prophet mm-hmm. and then we begin to judge the uh, uh, whole the, p- the nature of the prophecy and everything you know we yeah. we don't understand the dynamics that goes yeah. behind it mm-hmm. but then we begin to just call out and say okay all of this is mm-hmm. uh, fake because it didn't happen the way that you guys said it will happen yeah So how would you explain to them the depth of prophecy and you know what happens when a prophecy doesn't happen or doesn't take place in the way or in the stipulated time frame that was mentioned how how do you how do you explain to them from the word Sure uh, I think sometimes um, <clears throat> we really need to look at first of all we need to look at scripture mm. and uh, that's our foundation that's our filter through which we can process everything mm. that is happening around us mm. uh we see for the fact in scripture itself that uh when Isaiah was sent to prophesy mm. to Ezekiah saying that your time is up mm. and you need to set your house in order mm. um and when he said that and he walked back mm. by the time he walked out of the palace Hezekiah was in his prayer closet mm. praying and repenting before the Lord yeah and by the time Isaiah reached the exit the Lord again spoke to Isaiah and said mm. return back yeah and uh, change you know the, the situation word. change yeah. the word and tell him that you have another 15 years mm. so uh i when you look at that aspect i think there there are two things that we see there one is the the prophetic word that is coming the message that is coming from heaven mm-hmm. and then you have the recipient mm-hmm. um, who is the prophet mm-hmm. uh, because amos says that god does not do anything on earth unless he reveals them to his prophets So so when the prophets uh, receive that message or they are the recipients of that word uh it is their duty to declare what they see yeah it is their duty to proclaim what they are hearing mm. um they are not necessarily responsible for the fulfillment of the same yeah i think 
that's where we have an issue mm-hmm. right uh, with Jonah the lord said go and prophesy over Nineveh mm-hmm. and uh, if they don't repent then mm-hmm. judgment is going to fall right right and uh, but <laughs> actually Jonah went and prophesied saying that judgment is coming to Nineveh you all have to you know uh, know this and then he stayed outside and he waited for the word to come to pass it didn't come to pass because mm. they all had repented mm. from the king to the uh, common man to the animals everyone repented right. and god changed the situation mm. so uh, and that's where i think we should also remember the lord's prayer where it says let the will of god that is in heaven happen on earth mm. so uh, when a certain prophecy comes uh, i believe it is the will of god mm. and uh, sometimes um, the will of god for it to be released on the earth there has to be a group of people that will partner with it yeah partner with it and pray for it mm. for it to come to pass mm. and um, so that is one aspect so so when ezekiah prayed mm. when he intercepted between the word that was sent to isaiah the lord heard the prayer of ezekiah and changed the situation had mercy on him yeah and changed the situation So when you start looking at it from that aspect we see that prophecies can be conditional in nature. Mm. Now uh, with regards to your question on you know the presidential elections and uh, with so many prophecies coming out saying mm. that president Trump will be reelected and uh, he would uh, you know uh, be there for the second term as well. Uh, we still don't know because we still have right. another one month left right so uh, we still have time and we don't know god can change the situation um i think one of the things that uh, we all uh, kind of have not understood is that it is definitely the will of god for president trump to be reelected right right it is is absolute will of god um but i believe that there has to be also a agreement and cooperation and partnership and in the church mm. to be able to partner with that word yeah uh if you ask me personally this is my opinion mm. i believe there is a lot of division in america itself yeah uh against donald trump and mm. there's like you know there's even in the church uh, even in the church mm. there are some who like him there are some who don't like him mm. <laughs> there are some uh who don't agree with what he does there are some who agree with what he does mm. now when you have a divided church mm. uh, i believe the enemy can use that as an open door mm. to be able to fight uh, the work things. of god yeah. yes mm. so uh the open door that is there at the moment is the division of the church mm. and uh when the enemy sees that the church is not united then he unites his forces Mm. against the prophetic word that has been released true and he begins to execute his agenda mm. remember the enemy has a certain level of authority yeah. on the earth because jesus himself said that the prince of the power is in the air you know mm. he, he is the principality of the air mm. so so he has a certain level of authority on the earth till the coming of the lord mm. but we the church have a greater authority in the name of the lord yeah and uh, all authority has been given to us mm. jesus said So if we can get together and pray and intercede and stand in the gap and agree with one mind and one heart that you know this is the will of God I believe that we can overpower the, the enemy. Mm. Uh but somewhere I felt like uh even during this season 
the church has been divided mm. and i mean not just in the us but i know even in other countries yeah uh, where people don't uh, you know agree with certain things mm. so so that's probably one of the reasons why we are seeing a lot of warfare and uh, now is god limited by that i would mm. definitely say no um he's definitely not limited but there is the realm of the earth uh, when prophecies have to be released into the realm of the earth mm. there there is a process that is involved mm-hmm. and, and and when the church unites together and, mm. and begins to partner with that word i'm definitely sure you know these things will come to pass amen and, amen um, and there have been you know times when um, uh, certain words have been delayed for years mm. uh, just so that the person goes through the necessary you know tests and and you know Preparation. preparations to see that word come to pass right right so um, so i believe that this is uh, definitely a learning you know curve and mm. uh sometimes we may think that much damage has been done to the prophetic because of this one you know instance mm. but if you see over the last so many thousands of years mm. so many prophetic words have come to pass yeah, and people yeah. don't look at that right. they're just looking at this one aspect yeah. and they're saying that oh okay prophecy is not uh, from the lord and mm. you should not prophesy concerning elections and mm. you know uh, prophet should just stick to prophesying you know <laughs> in the church about the church mm. so uh, i think that's where people are kind of misunderstood the whole thing mm. uh, whereas we need to be patient and mm. um, we need to uh, know for the fact that god is still god amen and, uh, his word will never fail yeah and uh, his plans and his purposes for the nation of america will come to pass yeah no matter who's in power because right. he's on the throne yeah and uh, if trump is reelected it's an advantage mm. but if he's not then the church has to pray more and mm. the church has to really you know stand up and fight for what belongs to them mm. so so it, that's that's the best way to look at it if you would ask me absolutely absolutely mm. and i i love the perspective that you brought in basically uh, mm-hmm. because so often we think that uh it's all in god's hands and uh, the church has nothing to do with it if god said it god will bring it to pass we yeah. just uh, sit back and laze and not really do anything about it and in the scripture we find examples after examples of people for example daniel when he read the prophecy of jeremiah mm. and he said in 70 years we are supposed to get back he didn't take it easy he began to fast and pray yes. to see that fulfillment of that prophecy to see the answer actually mm-hmm. come to pass mm-hmm. uh so and it's so necessary for the church to be united in mm-hmm. its warfare against the mm-hmm. plans and the purposes of the enemy yeah. and uh and that brings me to my last question how important is uh, prophecy and intercession a prophecy the the use of prophecy in our times of intercession in our mm-hmm. times of uh prayer mm-hmm. in our times of uh, gathering together in mm-hmm. uh, in groups in churches or in cities when we mm-hmm. gather together to pray mm-hmm. how important is it for us to use the weapon of prophecy at that time and release the word of the lord mm-hmm. because we see in the book of ephesians chapter 6 that uh the one weapon of offense that we have been given is the sword of the spirit which is the word of god yeah. and how important is it for us to use that weapon especially when we are interceding mm-hmm. for a city a nation a family a, mm-hmm. a particular situation 
and to to intentionally prophesy not yeah. not just to uh just you know sometimes as christians we have this attitude where we are just going to saying god you do this and you yeah. do this and you know we look like uh, you know bringing a shopping list or almost l- sometimes some prayers look like begging before the lord yeah. and yet there is this perspective where we can go and declare by faith and we can prophesy what god has already been speaking and yeah. doing and 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 that can release certain breakthroughs yeah so what is your perspective about using prophecy mm-hmm. in our times in time of, of intercession and prayer for a particular i think it's a huge thing. part of it a uh, huge part of our intercession uh, does revolve around uh, uh, prophecy mm-hmm. uh, because um, when we prophesy there is a release of the word of god uh, through our spirit mm-hmm. you know as we pray in the spirit as we intercede in the spirit or for that matter even worship in the spirit uh, there is an impact that takes place in the spiritual realm and um, so as we intercede uh, it depends on the level of uh, perspective that each one has in terms of intercession right uh, there are some who believe that um, they have to intercede with you know uh, tears and groanings and moanings mm-hmm. um and uh, they feel that they are the ones who have to stand in the gap to see you know something change yeah uh whereas there is another perspective of intercession is where you know that you have the authority to bring a change mm-hmm. so uh over the years i've kind of <laughs> gradually changed in my thinking and in my perspective about intercession uh i'm now at a, f- a phase where i believe that uh, intercession is uh, a place where you pray in authority mm, uh, where you don't uh, just you know cry and weep about a situation yeah yeah but you are in a place where you pray and declare an authority yeah uh, over the city over right. the nation over mm. your churches and because the lord has given us the victory through the yeah. cross yeah so the greatest victory ever has been won on the cross right and the spiritual realm knows that yeah and the blood of jesus is the greatest you know uh, force and Amen. weapon in the spiritual realm mm. so when we have all of this with us yeah i think it is important that we change our language of intercession true so when we pray we pray with a lot of authority yeah uh, sometimes when we look at uh, the old testament we see that you know there were some who uh, cried and wept and so so sometimes we think that we should also do the same yeah but yeah. then um i believe the holy spirit has given us uh the spirit of intercession and supplication mm. Mm. with a certain measure of authority mm. uh, more than what was available to uh, the prophets in the old testament mm. Mm. Uh, because we have the same spirit mm. that rose jesus from the grave living right. us right so when i begin to intercede i don't intercede as a loser but i intercede as a victor mm. I, i i pray from a place of victory wow i i intercede from a place of victory and therefore a uh, prophecy becomes such an exciting thing there yeah. because i i prophesy and i know for the fact that when i decree and declare for the mm. last uh, 20 days we've been having a morning gathering in mm-hmm. our church called decree and declare for 2021 wow so we've been declaring things into the next year already and mm. god kind of showed me that because he said don't wait till the next year mm. to come for you to declare mm. but before you enter that year begin to declare 
futuristically yeah so that you can future proof 2021 wow. with your prophetic declarations amen and uh, when we began to do that the last 10 days every morning you know there's been such an amazing move of the spirit wow. as we decree and declare uh, things that the lord is showing us mm. and uh, so it's such an exciting thing to do Amen. Uh, absolutely this joy in intercession yes uh, it's not just about uh, you know <laughs> being sad or, or mourning uh, of course you know there are times when we mourn and we right. for certain things but then uh, as uh, new testament believers i believe uh, intercession and prophecy go hand in hand hand in hand yes and it's a, it's a it's a great partnership together mm. uh, and uh, i would say uh, prophets are intercessors mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because if a prophet is not an intercessor then how is he receiving his messages true true so when a prophet intercedes between uh, heaven and earth and he that is there, when he gets the word yeah and as he receives the word so the 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 advantage that a new testament prophet has is that he has the spirit of god already dwelling in him yeah mm. uh, whereas in the old testament you had the spirit of god come upon the prophet at a certain time and situation and then he would prophesy mm. and then he would have to wait for somebody to play the tambourine for him mm. to again prophesy mm. but whereas in the new testament we have the indwelling of the spirit yeah so yeah. The, the spirit of god dwells in us there is mm. a measure of the spirit mm. that is already flowing in us mm. so the moment i begin to open my mouth and speak mm. i believe there is a release of the word there's yeah. a release of the prophetic word mm. that can change my situation that mm. can change every uh thing that is before me right. and, and there is uh there is uh, you know a release of the grace of god that mm. comes along true. with it true and and god gives us the victory in that moment amen amen and amen. um so i feel uh, that's uh, something that i believe is uh, is a very important aspect absolutely and, um, uh, i hope you know i've answered the question Thank you. Thank you so much Pastor Cleo. Yeah. Would you just take a moment to just pray for our listeners? Sure. sure. These are all young church planters who are sure. praying and believing for their churches to function in its fullest capacity, sure. in its fullest potential. Mm-hmm. Uh so even as you pray, could you uh, release a word of impartation over sure. every church that is participating in this morning's conversation that sure. they'll um they will go into the next level in their prophetic mm-hmm. they'll go to the next level in activating the mm-hmm. gifts and the callings that the lord has placed upon the church mm-hmm. and they they will be like isakar you know who understood the times and mm-hmm. the seasons that they were in yeah. and they uh, functioned accordingly so, yeah. so so even as you were speaking uh, i'm seeing an impression in the spirit of uh people gathering the harvest mm-hmm. there are reapers all Amen. around Amen. even as you're listening to this podcast uh, the lord is saying that you are a reaper amen and uh, he's sending you into places where you will reap the harvest that has been prepared and kept ready for you yes yes so, so the lord is releasing you into that season into that moment where you will walk and you will begin to see the things of god Mm. beginning to manifest before your eyes. Amen. Amen. Uh the favor of God is upon you. Uh, mm. The presence of God is with you. Mm. And God is giving you the right words. God is giving you the right uh language. God is giving you uh, a measure of authority yes. for the situations and circumstances that you are mm. confronted with this morning. Mm. And uh, the Lord says that begin to rise and begin to prophesy and declare to those mountains to be moved in Jesus mighty. Amen. Amen. Because 
the spirit of God is resting upon them this morning. Mm. And uh, we pray and believe that that the Lord will begin to open their eyes even right yes. now to, yes. to see beyond what they are seeing now in the natural. Yes. And uh, and begin to declare what the Lord is putting in their spirit, man. Mm. Um, the enemy has tried to shut your praise and your intercession for a long time, but the Lord is rekindling that in this yes. season for yes. His glory. And He wants you to start to praise Him again. Um, he wants you to start to worship Him again. Um, I feel like, Pastor Priji, you know, uh, when you begin to praise and worship, and mm. when you begin to move into that realm of praise and worship, uh, and when you uh, sing the songs of the Lord, there is a, a measure of the prophetic grace that is released upon you. Yeah. And uh, you begin to easily prophesy. You begin mm. to easily declare the things of God. So, so the Lord begins to declare to you, young man, you need to begin to rise up in worship. You need mm. to begin to rise up and, and pray and seek the face of God this season because you are in that moment and in that season where the darkness of your life is disappearing and, yes. and the light of God that is within you mm. is beginning to emanate. You mm. are you are more concerned about the darkness outside, but the Lord says there is enough light on the inside. Yeah. So when you begin to look at the light on the inside, that light on the inside is the light of God. It is a light of the word of God that can dispel every darkness. On Amen. The Amen. So pray and I release uh, a strong grace to come upon you yeah. this morning in the name of Jesus. Let there be a mighty impartation yes. uh, of the mantles of prophecy, the mm. mantles of the prophets. Lord, we decree and declare that, Lord, that, that you will release mantles. You will release mantles this Amen. morning over your children, over your children in mm. the mighty name of Jesus, in the Malakos. mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. We give you the glory. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. And Lord, we pray that you would also perfect everything that is concerning their life. And you will grant them peace in the areas of their troubles and struggles this morning, Father. We give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor Cleo, for doing this podcast with us. Thank you so much. What is the best way that uh, some of us can reach out to you and connect with you? Uh, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's called uh, uh, Kingdom Life International. Okay. Um, but uh, you can search for Cleophus David. That's okay. C-L-E-O-P-H-A-S David on YouTube. And you would get Kingdom Life International. So you can connect with me there. Amazing. Uh, and I'm also available on Facebook and Instagram. That's great. Uh, we'll we'll leave the links for that here sure. in the Thank show so notes much. so people can Such connect a privilege. with you. Such an honor to do this. Thank, Thank you so you much. So much. Uh, friends, if you're blessed this morning, make sure to take a moment to share this podcast with your friends and uh, let them be blessed and let them increase and grow along with us. God bless you. We will catch up again next week. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Hope you were blessed. Do visit pastorpreji.com slash podcast to subscribe for more resources related to church and various topics.